0: You're listening to Two Guys, One Album, with music insiders Michael Heideman and Paul
1: Farber. We are two music experts. Green experts is pushing it. Taking on the greatest albums of all time. It's uh, a little subjective. Song by song with careful analysis. All right, I wouldn't say careful. Look, we're having fun with the songs. Two Guys, One Album. One album. Welcome into another episode of Two Guys, One Album. Paul, it's that time again. I know, Michael. I wish this was our intro music, to be
0: honest with you. What a great way to start an album.
1: Just a little bit of that wop-wop whop, right into that kicking yeah, rock solo. hell yeah. That's right. It's time for another episode of Two Guys, One Album. And today we're taking on What's the Story, Morning Glory by okay. the band Oasis. Their infamously famous breakouts, chart smasher, Classic hit album. I mean, there's not a place you can go without either somebody singing some of these songs at karaoke, or somebody talking about how cover band, yeah, cover band, or somebody at a at a bonfire who just won't shut up by playing. Are you going to a lot of bonfires, (laughs) Michael? (laughs) Well, that's you know, you always see somebody with an acoustic guitar, and what's the one song they know to play?
0: Champagne Supernova or Wonderwall. Wonderwall too, yeah. Both
1: on this album.
0: Well, Champagne Supernova was a was an a song that I played in my very first cover band. And Wonderwall was one of the first songs I played acoustic to try to woo women. Yeah, woo. Did they but think that you were? The no, one? it didn't ever work out. Not on oh. Wonderwall. And also, it became a constant joke. But you know what? The one thing I will say about this band and this album: first of all, this wasn't their debut album. It was their first album that like got them attention. It was their second album, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't know. But. Um, yeah they're an amazing band, I mean blatantly influenced by the Beatles in so many ways. you could
1: say that, yeah, I think they've mentioned that before in, a, in more than a few interviews right It's cool because they both, as many people know, are led by two brothers, Noel and Liam Gallagher, mm-hmm. who much like John and Paul, you know, had their trifes sometime
0: right this one's a little more more uh <sighs>
1: Restless. Yes, I don't fight. think. Yeah, I, they I don't, don't think, get along at all. No, I don't think that John and Paul ever got in fistfights nope. or called each other the c-word so many times. So
0: many times. <laughs> you can't the early see 90s. any interview. Even
1: now, they still uh, they still talk shit to each other. But. Do you still? Do you think that that's a, a PR thing, or do you think they're actually against each other? I
0: think it's a little of both. Okay. I think it's a little of both because uh, Rolling Stone just did an article where they were talking about um, brothers who are feuding. And, you know, it gets them in the papers. Um, but I do think they don't like each other. Yeah. But I also think that it's helping sell albums. I
1: think it is, too. And to be honest, I like that they're always at Yeah, fuck ends. yeah. It, it also helps with both of their tours. They're both solo right. tour artists right now, um, Noel and Liam. But they would be so much bigger if they were together. Yes. And that first song you heard was, of course, the opening to the album. Yes. That was the song, Hello. Hello. They say hello to us on the album. Yeah, it's a
0: great, great song. Um, Great way to start an album. Um, And uh,
1: yeah, what what can you say? You know what? Right on the from the get go, we got to mention that in the jacket of the album, all songs are by Noel Gallagher. He was Mm -hmm. the influential songwriter, kind of the front man for the band. Well, the front. Writer, yeah, oh, front front writer, front writer. He, uh, to be honest, Liam, if you hear that, I am so sorry that he I would call, call you the seer. Yeah, <laughs> the producers were Owen Morris and Noel Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Also produced the album. This guy kind of does it all. You know, he doesn't get as much. Um, oh, what am I talking about? Of course, he gets, he gets a enough ton
0: of credit. credit. What
1: am I saying? over he here? He
0: does. Well, let's let's get into the album. Let's do it. Uh, we started hello already, um, and uh, yeah, that's just a good basic. Hit song you can't go wrong with. And I
1: think that song number two Roll you know, with it. You gotta roll with it sometimes. And if we can roll with this track, that'd be fantastic. Yes. Such such a great beatles knockoff <laughs> <Can anyone laughs> you know a funny story about this song i actually do have a little bit of a connection to this band believe it or not when i was in oh this part though oh. even the lyrics just like hit you right in the yeah. gut so when i was in third grade Paul, were you ever in the talent show at school?
0: Uh no, I was a very shy kid.
1: You know, Get yes, out of town.
0: super shy.
1: Come on, man, I still am
0: sometimes. But oh. yeah, so what happened in there? This third- was out when you were in third grade. God, I feel so old right now.
1: Well. Yeah, what's up when I was in 3rd grade. Damn. In fact, it was a really really big album and uh, I had a friend and his name was Paul Landvitt and him and I were the pole. only two guys in school. Hello Paul. Mm-hmm. We're the only two guys in school who played guitar and liked weird in music. In
0: 3rd grade you played guitar?
1: Yeah, well our dads both played guitar and they bought us guitars okay. so we were able to
0: So you've been playing since 3rd grade. You should have you should be a lot better at guitar.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to lie right. to you. You should be I know. Van or,
0: Halen style good.
1: <laughs> may or may not have taken a few years off over the okay, years. Makes I sense. Can say. But I did know how to strum and play a D chord. And you guys played this song? And for our third grade talent show. Well, no, for the fourth grade talent show. It was we met in third grade, got into this album, played in the fourth grade talent show. I remember going over to his house and we played role with it for the talent show, and Paul was very much into it. And I remember him coming over to my house and us playing this this album and it wasn't it was at a time when music really didn't hit me yet. Mm-hmm. But this was my first uh, time when I needed to listen to a song over and over and over again until I got sick of it, and I got sick of this song in fourth grade, but now uh, listening back to it, it makes me just think about these amazing memories, and, and Paul Landit, and him when I would, be, I would need to watch his timing, <laughs> and he would always turn around and say, are you staring at my ass? In like a joking like Liam Gallagher way. Oh, that's so cute. It was a good time. So, it was it was a cool memory <laughs> and great song.
0: I I don't I did like it when it was out. It was, this was one of those albums where you could just play through and you didn't have to skip any songs. But yes. this was one of those songs where I just didn't I didn't I didn't feel strongly about it. I loved it, but I wasn't like, eh, you know, I could move it I didn't I didn't need to uh listen to it outside of when I listened to the old album. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: But I, I, could, I could take that.
0: The next song
1: and However, then now, did this song hit you a little bit closer to the heart.
0: So yeah, I've got uh, I've got mixed emotions about this next song. All as right, a lot of people probably do.
1: Let's take a quick listen to it real fast. Here we go. <laughs> I already know, I already know what you're gonna say. Oh yeah, you Great played song. this in your fifth grade talent show. <laughs>
0: no, I did not like this song or the video when it came out. This is what my first. Um, Connection with Oasis
1: Today is gonna be the day That they're gonna throw it back to you Timeless By now you should have somehow Realized what you gotta do I don't believe that
0: anybody Feels the way I do About you now Yeah I didn't didn't like it at first But then I thought it was amazing Mm. And then when Ryan Adams covered it mm-hmm. i was like i went back and revisited it again i was like yeah okay this is an amazing song then you but this got more was into like it. yeah but it was one of those songs that grows on you like when you first saw it i was like man they're like blatantly ripping off the beatles and then i was like yeah but it's cool like I, I, yeah. Same the band, Greta Van Fleet, right now. I don't know if you heard of them, but they sound so much like Led Zeppelin, but they sound so good. Like that's mm-hmm. it's that same concept.
1: There is a is a line you can draw in the sand, and if you know how to walk over that line and crush it the way that Oasis mm-hmm. did, you can get away with being and sounding like a, a popular band like the Beatles or Led Zeppelin. And it's songs like this where they just hit it right on the nose. It's to be honest. I wish, I think that the Beatles probably heard this and thought and wish that they could have wrote it. Because <laughs> the ones it, that were so
0: alive back then. Uh,
1: yes, exactly. 95, yeah. 90, yeah,
0: man. So 95, ago. yeah. I was in, uh, I was in college. Um, I remember when this came out, but I will say that, uh, it, it's an awesome song. It deserves all the accolades it gets. A lot of people say it's, uh, it's, um, it's one of the best songs of all time, and they and, also uh, talk
1: about getting high. And back in the '90s, believe it or not, it wasn't frowned upon. It was very frowned upon. It's weird to think about that, you know, mm-hmm. because today all songs are about doing Molly and yeah. lacing it with cocaine and yeah. doing all this stuff. And back then, it, you needed to kind of hide it. Yeah. into this, like the words are, "Where were you when we were getting high?" And champagne, yeah. So it was, it was. A matter of like talking about space. You
0: mm-hmm. don't know what you know. No, meant. they were talking about hot. Huh?
1: They were talking about getting But
0: you right. can't look back at that time in anger. Uh, <laughs> you really can't. You just got to look it back in and say, wow, it was great. Which which brings us to the next song. You don't say. Or should
1: I say, you don't say.
0: Which is probably the biggest blatant ripoff off the
1: Beatles. Slip inside the eye of your mind. This song is the don't biggest ripoff. Yes. A better place to play You even heard uh, that Hello. That's a... You that said is that you the Beatles. I mean, this is... But, that I, but
0: Here's the thing. So many bands are influenced by the Beatles. Why not embrace it? And that's what they probably said. That's a say. good
1: point. Same haircut, same looks. <laughs> I'm not even looking at the image,
0: but the, the guitar, the, the bridge, everything is a blatant, blatant... I mean, I can't... There's a song that's like can't even think
1: of it right now but
0: i mean it's still an amazing song
1: yeah though you know what paul i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that this is the one of the greatest songs of all time don't look back in anger don't look back in anger it there, from the Ah. words that he that noel constructs to the to the the tone that liam puts towards the song and the other members of the band paul arthur uh, paul arthur's paul mcguyen Wow, bass player, you're Alan saying White. the
0: best of all time. I don't know, man. One
1: I... of the best. Mm. If you just think about this. Mm. Uh, I love the verse. I think it's coming up right oh, now. We missed it. It's not. <laughs> we missed it. I'm talking about the second verse that starts up when it goes, um, please don't put your life, life in the hands of a rock, rock and roll, and roll band. band. Oh, man, what a good lyric. It's great. I agree with that. It's coming up. Take me to. And then this little scream of the guitar that's coming up right here. Day, I mean, here we go. Here's the lyric. It's just a
0: meditate. Please don't put your life in the please, I mean, what they really did was take Imagine and watching the wheels by John Lennon and sped it up a little bit and added a little crunchy guitar.
1: Oh, you know what? Now that you mentioned that I could see that. I could see that.
0: <laughs> I mean, here's how I know it is cuz when we were covering the song, we used to do a medley that would go into Watching the Wheels and then come back out. I mean, it's the same freaking line. But it's, wow. who cares. A lot of that, you can say that about a lot of songs. There's songs that that Neil Diamond and Grateful Dead had very common in uh, too. So, we're not yeah. going to we're not going to fault them for it.
1: We all know those bands just ripped off Oasis anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> came so, well before that. All right, let's. Go I will next- say
0: it's one of the great, great songs of the '90s, but not. not you've, 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 you've made a bold statement. Probably the boldest statement you've made in Two Guys One Album history.
1: Doesn't it, it make you want to just take your guitar though and bang that C? No, not really. And it's not even my I favorite song in this
0: album. Bang that C?
1: <laughs> no,
0: I would. It's not even the best song on the album. But what's next? Hey now? Yeah.
1: Hey now. Hey, na- hey now. It might be the best song on the album. Hey Now? No. Yeah, the last one. But this, I'm saying Hey Now to you. This is hey like now. an Abbott and Costello kind of bit right now.
0: I don't even remember this song. This is probably when I was, like, getting high. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going go to go fill this bowl.
1: Oh, Yeah.
0: I don't. This is a kind of just a filler. If think, they played this at the concerts back then, you'd be like, oh, "I'm going to go get another beer." This is, is this that is song the beer song, to. yeah, cause, or, and it's long too. It's maybe like,
1: that's why they call it "Hey Now," where they're like, "Hey, hey now, hey now, to, I we got some beer." That's how they
0: that's how they get beers in England. <laughs> they're like they they're like we need a song that can give people a break to go pee, and that's what they did. And that's my accent. I can't do English
1: accents. That was a good one. I like nah, that. I liked it a lot. It's all right. You know, I gotta I gotta say they uh, two guys. With the name Paul in the band
0: Well and that was the lineup that, back then Paul. They changed it There's The lineups didn't change significantly Oh yes Well yes. there's no Oasis currently So I guess it doesn't really matter oh, They gotta come back Yeah but not now So what, speaking of uh, What's the uh, number six Is a song that's untitled And also known as the Swamp Song Which is only 44 seconds
1: Oh yeah I know this from listening to Pandora, and they would always tack this on the end of "Hey Now." But
0: here's the thing: this is like those, like little bits that Kanye had. You know, this was their answer, or this was the prequel to having little bits between songs. They didn't—they like, we're not gonna do bits. Try to be funny. We're just gonna rock out. You for know, 40
1: this. Seconds. This is probably right when the people knew to run back after getting their beer. They're like, oh, they're at that one part.
0: <laughs> I don't think they played that in concert, but some might say they did.
1: Oh, Which Did you just say That's a nice Whoa Look at that It's the next song Oh my Some word Some might say they did You know they Were able to Interlace that 90s uh, tambourine style drum beats, it's straightforward, almost like we listened to with the Cranberries and um, Counting yeah. Crows, like we listened to. You, you can tell the '90s influences, but they mixed it with that '60s kind of psychedelic sound. So, and '70s,
0: so well. '70s electric rock too. You can hear that too, kind of like T Rex there a little bit, a little Bowie. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's good. It's a good. It's a good song, but uh, meh.
1: And they also filler with their <laughs> filler, <laughs> the filler. Some
0: might say, some might say, is a filler. <laughs> I would be one of those guys. Not a bad song, but meh. You know, I could. But I could. right here,
1: where it kicks in, some might, some might say. Oh yeah, I did forget. It. I do like this song. See, it grows on you. It You're right,
0: Michael. You. Thanks for keep playing it. I yeah. do remember this. I did like this song. <laughs>
1: I'm glad that you can see that. Let's, you want to okay, to agree with that? we need
0: to prequel a lot of this stuff. With '90s were a period of time for me where I drank a lot and I, I did I did experiment with marijuana and I was in a band uh, uh, called Fat Albert with a PH. Shout out to Fat Albert. We covered some Oasis. Great um, name. Yeah, we had PH, some good band Fat names. Albert. Fat Albert. Okay. I came up with that and. uh but uh, I just, some stuff just I don't remember because yeah. uh, I was – in 95, I was living in a fraternity and uh, we were just – there was a lot of drinking. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, this album was probably one of the most played albums. Uh, you'd go into that fraternity house and uh, you'd hear – blaring out of out of room 12 which i believe was my room but i wasn't oh. listening to all the songs we'd like we'd be like okay we're gonna hear don't look back in anger hey now we'll go get a drink and then some might say we'd be like oh yeah i do like this song so i i take it back that's a good song mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but that's all i can it, say it
1: grows on you and <laughs> that's all you could say yeah
0: I, it's a good song it's better than uh it's better than most. And this is a great album. I'm not going to shit on this album this week. I'm, I'm definitely going to like it a lot. It, you know, it's not, you know, when we close out, I'll explain my my arguments. But... Oh, I can't wait.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking about my, my rating already <laughs> yeah. after some of these songs. <laughs> so uh, um, let's jump into the next
0: Cast one. No Shadow. I don't remember. And also, I don't remember these songs by names because we just would put the album, we would put in like, put numbers, eight it.
1: I'm sure when you were like playing this. On your guitar Some nice little lady in your your apartment You weren't no. thinking about Hey let's play some more Cast More Shadows Or no, Cast No Shadows I, don't, I
0: didn't do accents for people And I didn't live in an apartment I
1: think You know what I think it is Paul that Why I keep doing this accent Is because this is a band where Do you remember there was a time in, in music Where if you had an accent And you were living in England Or you were an English artist Or a British artist um, I sound so glib right now Anyway You, you if you, if you had an accent and it was particularly very strong like mm-hmm. Dolores O'Riordan um, rest in peace yes rest in peace she, you didn't really you could tell that she had a strong voice but you couldn't really tell where she was from and this is a band that embraced you their English accent you know where they're from right?
0: yes and you can hear it in their they're singing with an English
1: accent they're from Liverpool and they're gonna let you know just right. like the Beatles are they from Liverpool? You know. they you know what I Can research that <laughs> probably should have looked at that before we talked into it and made a blatant statement about it. This is, you know what this song sounds like? Uh, They're from Manchester. Oh, Manchester, that's what I meant. Not Liverpool, that's the Beatles. It's
0: a bonehead move, much like Bonehead Arthurs, which is a guitarist. They called him Paul Bonehead Arthurs. Okay, what were you saying? <laughs> I do no, like I'm... this song. This is just one, one of those good fillers, you know, and and the thing is is back in the nineties you could put in an album mm-hmm. and you could just leave it, you didn't have to skip over songs. There was no like dramatic changes. There'd be like slow songs, but these songs were like cool, chill music in the background and yes. you were happy.
1: Yeah, it, it glides very well. Because at that time, you were actually creating an album. You weren't yeah. just doing a single piece that you would sell to iTunes one day. There Correct. was no iTunes.
0: No, not in the 90s. And and these songs were all, you got, you know, people put in an album and they would last between, you know, 35, 50 minutes. This one was a 50-minute album. Mm-hmm. And you knew, like, you know, what what whatever you were going to do, whatever task you were going to undertake, mm-hmm. that album would be done. And, uh, you know, they weren't burning CDs back then either. So
1: It's very true. You know, every, everything really turned uh, kind of electric. Yeah. This is the next <laughs> song. She's electric. One of the most toe-tapping, rocking songs on this album. I, I think that this and Wonderwall and uh, Don't Look Back in Anger were probably my most played songs on this album. She's electric.
0: She's electric. She's in a family full of eccentrics. Things I've never expected,
1: and I need now they kind of work with a little bit of falsetto in this in this song. Uh, you'll be able to hear it when they get to the chorus. But I remember hearing this song and thinking immediately, I need to grab my acoustic guitar and learn how to play this. And yeah. great rhythm, great chord structure. And here we go into that falsetto. I'd say this is a little bit more Beach Boysy than their normal Beatles influence. I, I well, also feel
0: the monkeys on this, to be honest with little you. Little
1: monkeys, yeah. What? I'm <laughs> All right, I'm getting really into this song. And then here like we go that. with this part. Gosh. Yeah, I forgot about this part. It's just a fun pop song, and that's the best part. And it's of, like of the, the,
0: the song commercial. Album. I like to buy the world a Coke. They got, they got in trouble for that.
1: Great song structure, great melody, makes and awesome wanna, lyrics.
0: Makes you want to buy a Coke. Die a Coke, possibly. It makes you want to buy a Coke? Yeah, cuz of the Coke commercial. I like <laughs> to buy the world a Coke. That's what people thought.
1: Uh-oh, we might need to rifle through these next couple songs. You okay. ready to do a speed round real fast?
0: Well, we got to go we've got to uh yeah, we've got we've got to do some stuff. What do we got next? We're almost done actually. We only have a couple songs.
1: Morning Glory. Oh, come on.
0: I don't remember this song. Hold on.
1: All your dreams are made when they're chained to the edge of a razor blade.
0: I do know that this song has the line, Tomorrow Never Knows what it doesn't know too soon, which is a clear reference to Tomorrow Never Knows the Beatles song.
1: So, (laughs) I mean... That's a lot of repetition in this song. I could feels like they were getting a little bit tired of their lyrics at this point they wanted a song that you could sing along to and, and this this grew to a connection a lot of great bands you know have been playing uh, have been from England who are did a little bit of a an Oasis cover feel uh, have you heard of the band The Struts
0: I have they're have an they am- do?
1: amazing amazing band reminds me a lot of Oasis actually this past uh, Halloween time I think they came to Chicago and played a full set as Oasis one of the coolest uh, awesome. cover bands I've seen they, you know they, they they, when that when
0: they do the cover shows for halloween a lot of bands do uh different bands and oasis is always one of the ones that people want to pick because they're so fun to
1: yeah you know sing. what band i would do
0: Was that fat albert with ph <laughs> <laughs> we need to have a reunion but a lot of those members went on to uh to play in other bands such as shoe boy but um yeah. So the next song after Morning Glory is this. Are we still on Morning Glory? This is. Are no, we going is, into the? Ex- this is eleven. Eleven is just forty seconds. Oh. Swamp song excerpt number two. I love it. And then we go to the finale, which in my opinion is not only the greatest song on this album, but one of the greatest albums of the night, greatest songs of the nineties. Yeah. Makes me thirsty too. because the beginning for some champagne. No? No. But <laughs> we did cover this in Fat Albert, and it's a long song, of seven minutes, so there's a lot of doodling on the guitar, and we did create a guitar solo that wasn't there in the original.
1: You know, that's I would have loved to see your band. I'm, not even, I'm There's not, a video of it. Uh, did you sing this? Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I sang Back Up.
1: Where okay. were you? we wow.
0: But you know what I did Wait, wait a minute. I I was in a band that did sing it. I did sing this in, in a couple bands. And uh there are tapes and videotapes of those somewhere. And god, I need to find those before. You know what? I does.
1: <laughs> before this they podcast takes off. Yes. Um oh, But man. it's a great song.
0: Um yeah, I mean I don't know what to tell you. It's a who it, what is there not to say? What is? I mean, who doesn't like that song?
1: Uh, it's an amazing song. This this al- whole album is fantastic. It was influential to so many bands. Right. And and to be honest, I I think I mentioned, I think I said that uh, Wonderwall had when we were getting high, and I totally blanked on that. It's actually I know I
0: supernova. corrected you back Thank then. You we are it. nothing Thank if we're not accurate on this podcast. <laughs> Very that's accurate. what we say all the time. All right, but so it's a, it's a great song, and they had is. a
1: radio version of
0: it that was only five minutes long, which back in the nineties was unheard of because it was so long, but. Uh, the album version uh, was seven minutes and twenty-eight seconds. Man,
1: what a fantastic, fantastic, S- such album. a good song! Uh, I wish we had more time to do some more to dive into some more research about this album. Obviously, our listeners are probably saying, "You forgot about this," and the fact that Liam and yeah. Noel
0: did this. We're not, yeah, but we're not. We're not a podcast to talk about the the bickering and the shit you guys can find that on your own yeah you know and it's not a, it's not about a band there's other podcasts for that we are uncovering a full album mm-hmm. we're listening to a whole album and we're telling stories like michael's fourth grade recital <laughs> wait it was a
1: talent show talent Paul, show a talent whatever
0: show. and me not remembering the 90s largely in part <laughs> To Oasis because they were one of the most played albums in 1995 and 96 in my fraternity house.
1: Absolutely, a band but, that can. You, there's no person on the planet that won't at least give this band some credit for influencing the yeah. bands today, and this album being one of the greatest albums of all time. Um, I think we're about that time yes. to give our ratings, though. And go to I, your ratings. You're going to give mine first.
0: Yeah, I want to hear yours. Uh, first, we're going you to start high here. Change, change it after you hear mine. You always like prices write me you know? i yeah i do actually so i'm gonna i'm gonna i do because
1: because you give so many good uh, good points and and you also add the emojis and i like that well, about it
0: we got to clarify though yes. so before you go uh the most you can get is 11 because uh it's a social media world where you can only have up to up to 11 where mm-hmm. 11 is when it shop, stop showing the name mm-hmm. and uh and that's the most we can get so 11 is the highest you can get um and uh what are you going to do? How many thumbs up are you going to give them? What are you going to do?
1: Oh, my friends would would be very very cautious with this album because it means so much to them. Uh, I've I think I gave I've never given a band an eleven. I'm going to give Oasis's Champagne Supernovas. No, it's C- called- I know it's called what's I was going into. Uh, <laughs> She's Electric. Cast No Shadow. Hello. Roll With It. And and others. What's the story? Morning Glory uber solid nine i'm gonna give it a nine, nine thumbs up nine thumbs up where okay. i'm getting i'm like going hard at those nine so nine i'm clicking likes. nine so fast you wouldn't even believe my computer is about to explode plus the smiley face with the sunglasses because of nolan liam like to wear sunglasses at okay. times so what do you give it paul i'm gonna give it a uh, seven
0: likes and uh and then, um two middle fingers, <laughs> but the middle fingers are out of love yeah, because it's to the one for each of the brothers, and they're gonna be the yellow middle fingers because they they're giving them to each other. are they yellow? well, I mean they're the, the, as close as white can be it's it's yeah, it's a good point because they the pasty are pasty white yeah. mm-hmm, the European. or is there I don't think there is a pasty white middle finger write okay. us in. <laughs>
1: with your emojis just emoji emails please
0: yeah i mean and and uh yeah if you guys want want us to to more feedback on this album, message us. We have uh, our email is two guys one, alb- two guys, one album at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can catch us there or on SoundCloud or iTunes and all that stuff or or message us. I'm at, at uh, my website is paulfcomedy.com.
1: And you can find me at michaelheideman.com too. We were looking forward to speaking to you, reaching out to you. We love all of our listeners. Keep that mail coming in. Paul, this was an excellent episode.
0: Great episode. We finally agreed on an album. Finally.
1: This is Michael and Paul for Two Guys.
0: One album.